Welcome to Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire, where authors talk about things that never happened to people who don't exist. I'm your host, Mindy McGinnis. You can check out my books and social media at mindymcginnis.com and visit the Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire blog at writerwriterpantsonfire.blogspot.com. I'm looking for support in 2018 to keep the show going and have started a GoFundMe. If the show has been of any help to you on your writing journey, or if you just enjoy listening, please consider donating so that I can continue airing. Visit GoFundMe.com and search for Writer Writer Pants on Fire to contribute. Michael Sterling disappeared from his main town five years ago. Everyone assumed he was kidnapped. Everyone was wrong. Boomerang explores coming to terms with who you are, what you want, and how vast the difference can be between the two. Boomerang by Helene Dunbar. Welcome to the March Roundup episode. On March 5th, I welcomed Trisha Springstub, author of picture books, chapter books, and novels for middle grade readers. We talked about the transition of changing from being a lover of stories to a writer of them and why she writes for the age group she does. March 12th brought Allison Cherry, Lindsay Rebar, and Michelle Schusterman to the show. The co-authors shared the process of working jointly on their book and how the idea for The Pros of Cons came about. Liesl Shirtliff was my guest on March 19th. The New York Times bestselling author of middle grade novels Rump, Jack, Red, and Grump, and the upcoming Mona Lisa Key, first in the Time Castaways trilogy. Liesl spoke about the transition from writing being a hobby to becoming a job. Coming up, I'll talk to you about how to take the guilt out of writing. Drummer Phoebe is ready to kick everyone's butts at the Indoor Percussion Association convention. Writer Vanessa is beyond excited to meet her fan fiction co-author and online girlfriend for the first time at the We Treasure Fandom Convention. And assistant taxidermist Callie hopes to reconnect with her work-obsessed taxidermist father at the World Taxidermy Championships. A crazy mix-up in a hotel lobby brings together three girls at three very different conventions, resulting in the book Publishers Weekly called A Laugh Out Loud Romp. Read The Pros of Cons by Allison Cherry, Lindsay Rebar, and Michelle Schusterman, available March 27th. WordToKindle.com is an ebook and book formatting service for self-publishing authors. We make it easy and cheap to self-publish on Amazon and Smashwords. Visit WordToKindle, that's word-the-number-two-kindle.com to find out more. How to take the guilt out of writing. A writer's worst enemy is procrastination. The second thug in our lives is procrastination's close cousin, responsibility. Too often, our writing time is carved out of the day, the niche of a few minutes where there isn't food to make, laundry to do, floors to sweep, lawns to mow, weeds to pull. The terrible truth about the to-do list I just ripped off is this. It never ends. The food will be eaten, the laundry will get dirty again, as will the floor. Grass grows and weeds, unfortunately, grow even faster. Very rarely do we treat writing as a responsibility of its own. Even when I'm under contract or on deadline, writing still very much feels like something I do for myself. 
Because writing is a solitary undertaking, it's easy to identify it more as me time than as something that requires a true work ethic in order to be properly executed. Squaring those two facts is no easy feat. Sitting down to write can often feel like a guilty pleasure if there are dirty dishes in the sink or socks on the floor. While the to-do list is daunting, it cannot go ignored, unless you don't mind starving, stinking, living in filth, and being covered in ticks from your yard. And if all those things sound just fine to you, I'm guessing that finding some alone time isn't all that much of a challenge anyway. I recently went on a writing retreat, which is something I've always poo-pooed in the past. I used to think that if I took a writing retreat, I would laze about, act like I'm in a coffee commercial while I sit on the deck of a cabin, then take long walks in the woods while pretending that I'm in some sort of medication commercial. None of these things would bulk up the word count, so I always thought a writing retreat was a euphemism for, I'm going to get drunk in the woods and play Tetris on the laptop, but keep a serious look on my face while doing it so that everyone thinks I'm writing. Surprisingly, I wrote quite a bit while hanging out in a cabin and starred in exactly zero imaginary commercials. I realized on the second day that the reason why was because I wasn't worried about laundry, floors, lawns, food, or any other myriad of responsibilities present in day-to-day life. I could sit down and write without guilt. I realized that leaving home for three days might not be in the cards for everyone, realistically, but the lesson remains— Next time something is stopping you from sitting down to write, ask yourself if it's actually the chore that is the obstacle or the guilt. Because if it's the guilt, don't worry. The chore will be there tomorrow. Your inspiration might not. Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire is produced by Mindy McGinnis. Music by Jack Corbel. If you find the podcast or blog helpful, please consider making a donation by visiting GoFundMe.com and searching for Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire. Or visit the blog by going to WriterWriterPantsOnFire.blogspot.com. Click on the podcast tab and then the PayPal button. I'm your host, Mindy McGinnis. Join me next week for another episode of Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire, where writers talk about things that never happened to people that don't exist. <laughs>